We're back. Another episode of Sketching Up. 87. 87 episodes. Oh, man. You're getting close. Oh, man. You're getting close to death. I mean, 100. Getting closer every day. Chris, Matt, Kyle back with you again. And we'll be right there right after the, uh, the intro rolls. Sketching Up. We are back. If you haven't done it already, go follow us everywhere. Schnabel Studios on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn, all that stuff. You can follow us there. You can stay updated with us. And if you don't listen to all the podcasts in Schnabel Studios, definitely go to wherever you get your podcasts and search Schnabel Studios. Or you can search Sketching Up Mad Props, Southern Hospitality Offstage Podcast. And you can listen to all that stuff. That's probably the quickest I've ever that done that. Really I think I just, I have it down. 87 episodes great. and I have it down. That was great. <laughs> 87 episodes. Yeah, we got it. We got to tell the fans though. Like you got to listen to the last two episodes. We, we had a lot of fun. Like that was so much you, fun. Honestly, you should just go search Schnabel Studios, S-C-H-N-A-B-E-L Studios, wherever you get your podcast, go listen to that. Listen to the first episode of Southern Hospitality, which Ooh, came out. My boy. You can go listen to jason page on my podcast or you can listen to i did a mad props throwback which was a interview i did like 10 years ago with aaron carter uh one of my more known ones in my career yes r.i.p to aaron carter um you know what it's not to get grim but i think i have three people i've interviewed that are no longer with us i know at least two aaron carter Mm -hmm. Okay. Is no longer with us, and then one half of Mob Deep is no longer. Yeah, with that's us. right. That actually that. happened about a month. That actually happened a month about a month after I interviewed him. Really, he passed away. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. Oof. I that might be it. That's all I know off the top of my head, at least. I hope there's not gone more. too soon. I really gone do. Way too soon. No, gone way too soon. Um, I, I, I honestly, it's awful to say this. I don't remember if it was. Uh, prodigy or i don't remember which one passed away prodigy. from mob d yeah, it was prodigy right yeah okay so i did know because that's the one i said that thing <laughs> happened to um but uh and then aaron card obviously i think he was like 31 very yeah. sad anyway let's get back on a brighter note we're on 87 of sketching up we're gonna have a a good informative um opinionated mm-hmm. discussion episode i know those are everybody's favorites um about the writer strike I guess you can call it the SAG strike, um, Screen Actors Guild strike, and the writer strike together. What this could mean, what we think of it. We're going to give a brief overview, or I'm going to give a brief overview. Then I'm going to throw it to these guys to kind of talk about their opinions. We're going to talk about what that could mean for some of our favorite stuff that is yet to come out yet. You know, the new Deadpool movies, Spider-Man, um, all the new DC invincible all that stuff so let's let's get into really quick i'll do a quick i'm going to do very quick overview i'm going to not put out everything but i'm going to just kind of give everybody what's going on so the writers have decided to strike in hollywood because not the low end but a lot of writers are getting paid very poorly um they said the average median of these writers is about twenty four thousand dollars a year which it's hard to live anywhere, not only Hollywood or New York or Atlanta, but anywhere in the world, $24,000 is, is very tough to live on. And that's what they're getting paid per year. So the writers were striking to get them more money. Obviously, there's more stuff on top of that, like the, the cut down of episodes, uh, which also decreases their pay. And the kind of just overall abuse of writers. I mean, writers are very much the backbone of anything that goes out. Um, and they're not 
being compensated the way they feel they believe they should. This has happened before about 10 years ago and it's happening again, but this time it's a lot different because the screen actors guild has also decided to strike. Um, I don't have a deep knowledge of this one, but I pretty sure if I remember this right, it's because of a lot of people like stuntmen, um, part-time voice actors and actresses, um, body doubles, lower end people, uh, people that make residuals basically are getting paid nothing. Um, and they want theirs to be boosted up as well. So all the actors, I think the actors actually have two, um, are playing this two ways. They're playing it one for the people in the screen actors guild, but they're also playing it to support the writers because the writers are literally the backbone of the actors. So I think they're kind of playing this two ways, but it's, uh, the last time there was a writer's strike, it was a big deal, but this time it's an even bigger deal because all of Hollywood's basically shut down for a little bit. So, um, I'll, I'll throw it over to Matt so he can give his opinions. Then Matt can throw it to Kyle and then we'll kind of discuss a little bit. I guess I give my opinions at the end as well. Um, but then we can just discuss it for a minute and then we can talk about what it means. So Matt, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's tough to hear. Like when you, you hear about these strikes and you know, the last one, the last time both of them strike was back in the sixties, you know, we, mm -hmm. we had, um, I think it was another writer's strike that happened in the eighties. Um, you know, it, it's, there's also a writer's strike in the mid-2000s. Mid yeah. I'll get a little more into that when we come back. Yeah, to and so it, it's hard to hear these because it's obviously a, a trend in Hollywood that they're not supporting these writers. And, and like Schnapp said, they are the backbone. We wouldn't have the stuff that we love to watch and, and consume if there weren't any writers. And now when we go to the actors – it's kind of tough to hear, you know, I have friends who, who love to sign up to be, you know, extras and stuff like that. And they don't get paid anything and they're there same as the actors, you know, they're there, you know, the break of dawn to the end of the night, you know, they're, they're, they're they don't have a trailer. They don't have, you know, people uh, coming up to them hand and foot. Do you need something to drink? Do you, they have to do that all themselves. And then hearing that they, they're not getting paid anything. They're not seeing residuals. And it sounds like these studios are now kind of crossing over into the AI development mm -hmm. and wanting – That's a huge part to of this. Just, that, is a, that is a yeah. huge part of this. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah that. like Animals. scan them and then use them forever and not give them anything. Like if, if someone said they want to use my face and not pay for it, like oh, I'd, be, so I'd be heated. I'd be heated. So Especially it, if that's your regular nine to five that's telling you that. Yeah. Bro. And, and, and like, just, just the, 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 the lack of compassion from these studios kind of hurts. It's like they, you know, we hear whispers of like the CEOs and everything saying, oh, we'll just wait them out. We have enough money. We'll just wait them out until mm -hmm. they're losing their homes. It's like, are you fucking serious? Like these people are your backbone. Like these are the people who are, are really making your studio make you millions of dollars and you're going to treat them like that. Like that's, that's, that's a little much for me. And like, I'm in full support of the writers. I'm in full support of the actors. You know, I hope they get what they deserve. They, they need to get what they deserve because they work hard for our enjoyment. That's how I see it. They work hard for our enjoyment, you know? Agreed. So like it, it's incredible to me that both sides or at least one side is just standing steady and not trying to make anything work. And, you know, I think uh, just last week they had the, the, the they had some 
uh, I think it, it was like a, a conference, the millionaire conference and like all the heads of studios were at this millionaire conference and like they're all saying like oh yeah we're we're very sorry that this is happening but and we want them to get whatever the union needs them to get and it's just like you're just bullshitting you're you're at a you're at a billionaire conference where you're just measuring dick sizes over there and you have people who are who don't have jobs who are don't don't know where their next paycheck is coming from and you're just you're saying oh we're sorry why are you at that conference well, that's 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 not even like a actor's thing or a studio well, thing that's kind of that's an american an american yeah. thing because that's, <laughs> that's the same they came thing out, education they, gang like, scott thing, scott koblish scott koblish who is a former mad props guest he is actually the one that did this right here yeah. he was the artist for deadpool awesome. Uh, he actually talked about this a little bit on his on when he came on my podcast. He talked about like how, first of all, a lot of people that make comic books nowadays. The reason that you see comic books that you don't really enjoy or you don't really like is because they're not making comic books for enjoyment. They're making them to become movies, yeah. which is kind of like what happened to books after like the Harry Potter series and stuff like that. They in Twilight and stuff like everyone was making books because they with the the sole intention on it becoming a movie. Um, but what he talked about is a lot of people that do these things, like he doesn't see residuals from Deadpool from the movies because he wasn't a main writer on it. The only people that really see the residuals and it's barely that are the guys that created Deadpool. And he's a, he's a key piece to Deadpool. He's, he's created some of the biggest covers in the history of Deadpool yet. He doesn't ever see like residuals for it, you know? So that's the kind of stuff like this is months before this happened too. We, he came on last year at the middle of last year, and this is already a talk about what's going on. So what you're talking about, Oh, sorry. Well, I got into this in the first place. So he, he, he didn't release, he reshared a photo from uh, some news news station about the heads of studios and how much they make of the profit that they get. It was, uh, who's, who's the new Warner guy. Oh, uh, Um, yeah he makes almost 500 million dollars of the profits from warner can i ask a question million. i mean I, I know i'm poor i i, I, I know, know i can answer it we're all know. poor compared to that i know i know we're, i know i'm poor like i'm poor it's okay bro all three of us poor what can you do with 500 million do- my thing this is me bro that's more that's Bro, that's that's a lot of. I can do the math. I just don't feel like it. But bro, what can you do? What do you do with that amount of money? Go to the bro? Rich Man Conference that they just had last week. That's yeah, the, the Rich Man the Conference. Rich man conference. I just, you know what it I is. Just wanna, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. You don't need that much money, bro. Can, can I sit on not, only, not really a conspiracy, but can I sit on, I guess it would be a, kind of like a soapbox or I don't know. Let's it's do not it. soapbox. I'm not going to preach this. I'm not going to preach this, but it's like kind of my theory of why people do this right. because there are a lot of people that make so much money and you're like, why do you need to make $500 million a year? Why do you need to make a billion dollars a year? But these are the new like Rockefellers. Yeah. These are like yeah. the new hundred percent. These are the ones that are getting in on this now yeah. before it becomes a thing you can't make generational wealth on. I know. Yeah. Like if if you think about like the Rockefellers, like mm-hmm. they made they made their wealth in like the eighteen hundreds, mm-hmm. right? And to this day, still that family is still billionaires. 
and they'll Dude. never not be billionaires because they got in on an industry from the very start of it. That's what these guys are doing. Now, now some of these guys obviously weren't there for the very beginning of film, but they were there. Most of these guys were there for the beginning of what is the new film, and that is Marvel movies, DC movies, superhero movies, blockbuster movies. And that's why all these guys make so much money. They're trying to get in on that generation. I mean, he makes $500 million a year, and that's not that's a billion dollars every two years and he's not going well, anywhere. like he's gonna make billions well, of dollars. that's what he's he's trying to make that generation your, well. your rockefeller terms like the rockefellers didn't monopolize what they were doing trains oil all that because the government had to step in this is yeah. at a point yeah. that we're at is does the, the government, government step in and that's gonna ruin a lot of things if they do but it so, would because you know I, I i believe that the the government shouldn't be stopping things but like that seems like what it's going to come to because but what are they what do they exactly stop the only thing they can, i think they can really stop and it's tough to even call it a monopoly is when these companies like disney and i guess discovery right is the one that he's he's on it, these companies are buying other stations yeah and and can you call that a monopoly though like can you can you i mean they didn't they didn't with microsoft microsoft won there yeah. Their case with was it Activision, Activision or something? Yep. They can buy Activision. They now own it. They can now but buy they were, Yeah. It's, so it's a different it's a different scenario. But like, I'm saying can you in, call that a monopoly? But what 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 else do you take? In that, like you but can't, in that case, they had to make the agreement with PlayStation that Call of Duty will still be on PlayStation. So yeah. that's where I'm saying, like, not saying that the government said like this may have to go to court where they have to put in a revision where, you know, maybe they're only allowed to buy a certain amount of stations per every five years or something like that. But like, that's, this, this is where the comparison I'm trying to get at is like, if, if NBC universal was to, if Disney was to buy NBC universal, they would step in. Yeah. But if, if, if Disney wants to buy uh, Nickelodeon, that, uh, is that really a monopoly? It's the same thing as as Microsoft getting getting uh, Activision. Activision is not a huge, huge, unbelievably big brand, right? It's a branch. It's a branch of a brand. So if you're taking on branches of brand, when does it become a point where you're like, you are taking on too much? Well, I think it's when there's no competition yeah. left. That's what the monopoly mm -hmm. yeah. is, right? So taking on all these smaller channels, I don't consider i don't think they consider it a monopoly i don't i don't really consider it a monopoly but what, unless you're really but when buying we get, out when we get to a point where there's no other channels to buy like at that point but that's we're, we're not even close to that point that if you want to say if we were going to say we're at that point we're at it now because technically there's four companies that own every single yeah. channel so so we're never going to get to that point because those four companies unless the only way for we, us to get to that point is for one to buy two you know what i mean you know yeah. what i'm saying like so if Disney wanted to buy every channel ever, they'd have to buy like NBC Universal. Yeah. Like they couldn't just buy a bunch of channels. That's why you see a lot of these new channels being made. And and like like uh, was it Freebie? I think that might be Amazon. So that might be a bad yeah. example. But like they all they do is show these documentaries all day. That's why but they're I'm, making I'm these. I'm saying all like, these new channels. That's how they're adding. Are coming channels. underneath an umbrella of of the the big points. So. All right, so you can make a channel. It'll probably like the the way that it's going now is that you make a channel, you create one. It's going to be bought by one of these big four. 
but that's the thing. It's not bought by one of these big four. It's, it's created by, there's no independent channels. It's created by one of these. So like when, when, when two-tone TV comes out and it's all about black and white thirties films, right? You're like, Oh, two-tone TV. Who is it owned by? Oh, it's owned by XYZ. Who's owned by ABC. Who's owned by one, two, three. Who's owned by QRX. Who's owned by Disney. Like that's how it always, and so it's always an, like a big strand to get there. But every channel is owned by one of these four companies. It's like, it's it's like whoever owns Fox, maybe it is Fox. I think that's Universal, NBC Universal, Fiacom, yeah, Fiacom, AT and T, Disney, and and NBC Universal. Those are the four. That's it. There's and, no uh, other. And Paramount. Paramount is its own entity. It's Paramount. It's on it. So maybe one of those, I like, got one of those we might've yeah. got mixed up, but that's it. Like that's, that's, that's it. There's no one else that owns a channel. Like that, those are the only companies that do. It's like when you go and get your shampoo or conditioner, it really is like you think like, Oh, there's all these things I could buy at target, but they're all made by the same terrible companies. Like there's five companies. It's like Johnson and Johnson. I can't remember the other ones. There's five companies that make all of this. Yeah. They make it all. Like it's the same thing with TV. So what I'm trying to get at with all this, and I'm sorry to go on for a little longer, but what I'm trying to get at is like, unless Paramount is buying like Apple, which is now another one, right? Because they have their streaming yeah. service. What that is, be, what I think that's when they would step in is someone bought Apple. That's yeah. when they have to it's step like... in, but nobody's doing that. And channels aren't being bought back and forth. And another thing you have to look at is a lot of these channels are owned by multiple companies. Like Disney only owns 80% of ESPN, 20% of ESPN is owned by someone else, another company. So like, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I'm just trying to say like, I get it. Like where, where do they step in though? Unless it's like NBC universal buying Disney, which isn't going to happen. And then the bigger channels on there, like if, if NBC is like, I'm going to buy ESPN, Disney wouldn't give it up. They're not going to give it up unless it's for a crazy, crazy, crazy amount. So you're never going to see it bought. You might see smaller channels changing back and forth, but you're never going to see giant channels. So, you just so I just them? went down a rabbit hole. So I, I want so, to hear it because it's probably going to be exactly what so, I just said. So yeah, exactly. So <laughs> so like we brought up Viacom and, and Paramount. Viacom yeah. and Paramount are owned by a by a company called National Amusement. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. They both are in the They're, same yeah. thing, and that's 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 recent. Yeah, that's recent. That's why I didn't think. Uh, that's why I couldn't remember Paramount because Paramount. I knew so, Paramount was owned by Viacom, who's owned, owned by something else. And they Viacom, own CBS. Yeah, right. Yes, Viacom. Viacom owns CBS, and that is owned by that other company. That's right. You're right. I knew I, I, when you said in uh, Paramount. I'm like, no, something's wrong yeah. here because Paramount. And Viacom and all that. Is I all got the it same wrong thing. because wrong Paramount, yes, is still owned by a National Amusements, but it's still technically its own entity because it does trade on itself in stock. But yes, yes. Here, here's where it gets so confusing yeah. because all of these channels are technically their own entity, but they're owned but, by other companies. Like ESPN, the reason they always have these layoffs is because Disney doesn't give them a budget. Yeah. Like they have to make their budget, but they're still owned. By Disney. So they'll never go under because they're like, well, we don't have any money left. They're going to be like, all right, well, we can't. We're not going to sell this. This is too big of a product. But like 
Disney ESPN has to make back its money. But the thing about ESPN is you work for ESPN, you get the same benefits as the guy that's full-time goofy. Like they're, they're in the same umbrella because it's the same company that owns the whole thing. Yeah. So it, it, so Paramount global is their subsidiary, but they own. So this is what's different. They own majority stocks in national amusements comparatively to everybody else they own 7.9 percent equity and they have 79.9 percent voting when it comes to their board so they're a major stockholder yes. within so their that's company, why which is also makes a lot yeah. of sense yeah. <laughs> how is that legal you own a company that buys your own company's stock yeah. mm-hmm. well that just sounds so that just sounds like a nice little money yeah. scheme that's what that sounds like to me. Yeah, that's what. Well, that that's is. why Paramount is able to do Paramount Plus and stuff yeah. like that. That's why you see these whatever plus, and you're like Discovery Plus. What? Because Discovery probably owns a big portion of whatever they're owned by. Mm-hmm. Which I, Discovery might is Discovery under Disney now? No, it's under. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's under. Something. It's under Warner. Warner. Um, yeah. Warner. Warner. It's on. Yeah, it's under Warner. Which is owned by AT and T. Which they owned by AT and T. They might own a big stock in that, and that's why they're able to do yeah. that instead of HBO. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, like so big rabbit hole. It but. is a huge <laughs> rabbit hole, and that's where that. But we're talking about the problem that these companies, the the overall problem we're talking about is that these companies have so much money, have so much stock equity, have all of this, and they still can't pay their writers and their yeah. actors you know, and people. It's not that they can't. Is that they won't. they won't? Yes, yes. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, that they, they won't. won't. And that's 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 crazy to me. But I want to hear what Kyle has to say. Kyle's been sitting there. Kyle, what's going on? It's not what's that. It's, it's, been, he's been pitching it. Well, what's pitching. going on? With no, no, no. You? I've been thinking about everything y'all saying, and I'm not. I'm trying. I'm trying to keep the tinfoil off my head currently. Well, that's why. Put it on. Put it on. I want to see it. Go put it on. Go put it on. That's why I say conspiracy at first. I'm going to make myself a tinfoil hat right now. I'm just letting you know because Schnabel knows I'll get real tinfoil on this. I'll go get tinfoil right now. Okay. So here's how I'm going to go morally first. Let's just do morally since we all went on morals first. Well, okay. First off, I did not go on morals. Oh, we were not morals at all. Oh, no, no. Well, I don't mind being the moral person. But so here's currently how I feel about it with the whole Sag thing. So my my older brother Sag Sag sorry not Sag I'm Sag bad. I've been watching. Uh, what, are you, what are you a Sagittarius? No, bro, I watch too much women TikToks. That's what's wrong. Um, <laughs> this isn't Sagittarius. We know, this we, is retrograde with Sagittarius and the Pisces and with the Taurus. All right. Well, we know yeah. what Kyle what side of TikTok Kyle's on. <laughs> oh, oh no no no! That, that's my Instagram. Instagram is for the BS3. TikTok is for the tinfoil and football. Okay. Separate apps. Separate apps. Two different cows. Or are they? they? Watch this. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is this is how you really do it. You be like, uh, well, if we're going this, I'm I'm going to make myself a tinfoil hat. And then we're out. Oh, <laughs> but, okay, but Pete, Matt's gone. Right, Everybody's gone. Everybody's Pete, gone. Okay. So my yeah, brother ahead. is I'm a here. um for all the people who don't know, I, I'm the youngest out of a bunch of kids. So one of my older brothers is does um like the costume design and all of that stuff for Hollywood because he lives right downtown LA. You figure out the show yet? No, I'm gonna just call him tomorrow. 
and ask him tomorrow. <laughs> no, because like he's 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 doing stuff right now. Okay, I was just ahead. talking to him earlier. Like he's like so he like he does different things, but like he's he's in the entertainment industry like full on because he does like the um like costume and design, and then he does like podcast stuff. He plays the, um, he plays instruments for churches. Like he does a million things. Mm-hmm. But he was just telling me about and y'all was talk. He was telling me about like this whole strike. And he was telling me about like um, how they were going to wait them out and all of that, and how like they have a fund. What's good is they have a fund. All the writers yeah. and everybody striking has a fund that they can um, that they're pulling from. But it's just so messed up when you sit here. I'm, I, it's hilarious how I hear him making a tinfoil hat. In the I know <laughs> that's what I'm laughing about. <laughs> like this is hilarious, but like it's just wild because like. When you sit and just think about it, just critically, right? Just without all the extra hoopla and all of this stuff. Why should we feel bad for a bunch of people who make a hundred times more than the rich people that we find repulsive? Well, you see what I'm I see. and like, no, are you talking about the actors? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the 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 um, studios. The heads, yes. the heads. I'm the talking heads about the studios, studios because yeah. you know how. Okay, just I'm me personally love it. I love it personally. Me, I think about a lot <laughs> of the rhetoric these people be talking about. I always hear the oh, we can't do this and we don't have the means to do this. But then I also see you have record profits. I'm finna go on something. But then you finna. But then I see. You went, I went for dumb long. But then I see you went go for record profits. But then you tell me you can't do anything. Oh, we don't have enough money. But you had enough money when you did this, that, and the third, and that, and the third. But now you don't have enough money to pay your talent. Unfortunately, that's a actually a um, a reoccurring theme in America in general. Like, well, it's all about making yeah. money. Oh, well, no. Well, if you want me to be How honest. How about the dollars and cents? Oh, yeah. We already know that's what it's about. But it's just one of those deals where it's just like it's so inhumane and it's just so wild. It's just the same thing like how we watched the government bail out all these banks some time ago, but they can't give regular people relief without for student loans. I wouldn't even say it's just student, bro. Just man, can you cut inflation in half, dog? But that's not that kind of it's not that kind of pod. But I'm just saying. To me, it just seems very, very um, tinfoily about just how it's. I, see, I think I, I think you're going too deep into it. I don't think it's tinfoily. I think it's the rich it's staying greed. rich and yeah. not letting others. It's in. greed. It's well, greed. That's it's bottom line. It's greed. These days, still. It, it's greed at this point, especially yeah, oh, yeah. especially with movies. But they're not even hiding it. They used to hide it. At least, like now, it's just they don't like, have to. Now I'm just like they have I, to. I, I but, think it, it. I think it also goes into if, if I, I think it was Steven Spielberg who said that it's we're going to get into a calamity at certain point with Phil. Mm-hmm. We will. Yeah. And he called it about five years ago. He was like, we're going to get two big budget movies that, you know, we got, you know, we love the movies, but like Avengers Endgame, Infinity War, you know, the uh, Avatar, these are making millions and millions and billions of dollars. And their effects and all this, and it it's going to implode on the film industry at a certain point. And, mm-hmm. and we got into that point now where 
you know, you see movies coming out and I'm not talking superhero movies right now. Like we could talk about those, but we're seeing movies that are coming out in theaters and the movie was made with a hundred million dollars and it's only making $30 million domestic box office and stuff. Yeah. And, and we're seeing that because we just went through a wave of movies that were making millions and then everybody's expecting that type of movie coming out all the time all the time where I mean, that's that's look at look at big, block, big block big blockbuster billion dollar movies are kind of what's destroying yeah. hollywood and, mm-hmm. and and another thing going off of what you're saying right now it, that's a big problem is there's no small movies anymore. No. Nobody goes to see small movies. So movie theaters are hurting. Yep. Like AMC decided to do like middle seating is like $20 more now. Yep. Like if you want like a good seat in a movie theater, it's like $20 more. And that's why they do the select seating. And stuff. like it used to be come for, first come first serve. Now mm-hmm. it's like seating and stuff like that. So that's why all that's happening is because movie theaters are really hurting because it's only blockbusters that people want to go see. Like they'll only want to go see Spider-Man on opening night. They only want to go see the flash opening night. They don't want to go re-see movies. And some of the movies have stunk Marvel and DC. And I I think it's fatigue too. We're we're getting reports from, especially from Marvel side that these VX workers are are only get a couple days to finish all of VX on a two hour movie which they have to they spend almost a whole day on like 30 seconds not not even that they said that for spider-man mm-hmm. far from yeah. home or no way home sorry no way home that after the movie was done in theaters they made them go back and do revisions for the digital yeah. release and it's like once the movie's out that's it and then like the job uh, uh, spider-man across the, the spider-verse i'm about to say i'm about to say that I was like, yeah. did you hear how all them people quit because of yeah. the overwork it's the same thing with the anime industry. It's going on the same thing in the anime industry yeah. right now with all the mangaka. Yeah. Like they're stressing them out. Like they're like so, this high output of all of these of these big budget just entertainment things in general is burning people out because the issue. Oh, I'm gonna be honest with you. People like me is the issue, and I'll be honest with you because like like the whole binge watching culture is really what's the issue because yeah. we overconsume. We oh like us just us is just now on the earth like most earthlings now like at least people in first world countries we overconsume. Well, I I agree and disagree. I think yes, the binging is a big thing, but I actually think it was the push to stream that yeah, really. I think hurt that was the industry. I don't, that, think, I don't think it, people like you binging it because it's there. Like they. The money used, whether you binge it or you watch it in five months, doesn't matter. No, I think you know, like the it's cause there of already. the other. You know, yeah. we have streaming, and that yeah. caused binging. Yeah, and that's why yeah, Bob Iger stepped back in in Disney. Consumption. I just look at it as high consumption. Yeah, makes the demand for more. You want more? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's why Bob Iger, when he came back to Disney, got said like, "All right, we're done doing this because everyone everyone wanted to jump in on streaming." And realized very quickly. Wait, there's no money yeah. here because mm-hmm. once you don't have a once you don't have a subscription, all you have subscribers. Yeah. That's it. Like there's no You're ads. There's nothing like yeah. that. And you can't you can't add ads. So like they're like, well, there's no money here. What do we do? And that's why they, everyone left. Everyone's leaving. Like you don't see many shows. Like there was a point. Like especially after COVID, like there would be a new show on Disney Plus every yeah. month, and some of them overlapped. Some overlapped. 
there would be one that would be ending and the next one would be beginning. Like the, the Star Wars and, and Marvel shows. There would be one ending and one would be beginning. I think Skywalker ended as Miss Marvel was like almost done or something, or other way around. So like, like they they actually overlapped and they realized there's no money to be made. Once there's once the memberships are done and everyone's sharing their memberships anyway. Mm-hmm. So you're making less money because there's no ads. Well, I'm glad you brought so, up Miss Marvel because um, you're reading the newest Spider-Man. Uh, the amazing spider-man and you know we had miss marvel spoilers spoilers guys spoilers miss marvel dies she dies what and then apparently she, i was reading an article she's coming back of course you know superheroes never die well, but they are more linking her to miss marvel the tv show in the comics now yeah and her well, original happens, yeah. and it's just like why 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 can't they be separate? Why can't you write a Miss Marvel comic that just goes off on its own and and but Chris said it earlier. They're doing it to so they can create more content for probably the Miss Marvel show. Yeah. She'll maybe get her own movie. This is all gonna well, add into No. That's 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 what it is. It's not for the show. It's for the movie. The show uh, they're they're promoting it because the Marvels comes out next yeah. year. And as, as we all, anybody that reads and watches comic movies knows whenever one of the movies is coming out about a year earlier, they will make a comic series that, that goes not along with the movie sometimes, but like, we'll give you, there'll be a new Spider-Man series. It's very close. Yes. It's very close to the, the film before the film comes out. So like, that's what they're doing. They're making it more close to her moveset from the show because the movie, the Marvels is coming out and that's, they already know based on the years of people saying what a bad idea that is like it's not even that's a bad idea because people think it's gonna be a bad movie it's just three characters no one really cares about like you need to put a character in there that people actually like yeah like i'm about. like if you put imagine having the marvels with like gamora as yeah. well i feel like it would actually do a little better because people love yeah. gamora oh, but like cool. it wouldn't make any sense it wouldn't make any that's sense what though. that's <laughs> what i'm kind of i'm struggling with uh secret invasion the tv show like it started off really well mm-hmm. but like I, I kind of can call out what's going to happen while I'm watching the show. And it's just, I haven't seen it yet. It, it's just, I'm not doing any spoilers. It's just, okay, it, yeah. it's just for me, this isn't a Loki. This isn't. No, a, that's a, what I've, I heard like the first two episodes are solid. And then, and then, then just, after that, it just it's gets, like, it, eh. it's eh, it, because you can, I heard it's ruining Nick. Yeah. Fury and too. you can call out, you can, you can literally call out what's going to happen. Like, a second before it happens like it's just a too obvious of a thing where they're trying to do kind of a espionage type thing and it's not part of the comics like if you heard the the writers told the actors don't read secret invasion in the comics don't read it like they told them straight out don't read it we're doing our own always a smart move and yeah that is a smart move <laughs> and for them because after the first two episodes it just Kind of just well, I didn't. I didn't mean I know, them I know. telling was, them not to yeah. read it. Going away yeah. from the comics, always a smart. Going away from a successful yeah. series, and it, it was just movie. like it kind of just dwindled away after those two episodes, and I'm all caught up, and I'm just, and I just saw the two like uh, kind of commercials that they do for the next two episodes, and I'm just like, I could have called this from the first episode. This was going to happen, and it's just not in my sense creative enough to not follow the comics like if you just yeah. follow the comics it would be great it'd be fine but you aren't creative enough to try to top this comic because it's one of the best comics ever to be put out and so mm-hmm. 
it's just it, it's you could see that and this may be this may be fatigue this really may be fatigue because we've gotten so many marvel shows in the past year mm-hmm. and now we have this well that's why that's why they they've calmed it down to i don't know if you've noticed but like they've really cut down this is the first one since she hulk i'm pretty sure yeah. right but if you think about it yeah. She-Hulk wasn't that far back no it wasn't uh, but it wasn't the once every two months or once every month or anything like like when bob Iger came in he said whatever we're making continue doing but after this like let's calm like we're gonna cut shows like we're not gonna do shows anymore because it's not working yeah. And he, there, uh, Bob Iger wasn't there for a lot of this. Bob Iger's a huge reason that Marvel completely shifted recently because yeah. he wasn't there for a lot of it. And the streaming was killing the Marvel part of Disney. And so he steps back in as the head of Disney and immediately it was like, we're done. Well, I know, like, like as over. a core group, we enjoyed some of these shows. Like, I mean, She Hulk was, yeah. eh, but I, I still enjoyed sure. it. Miss Marvel, yeah, I did too. Miss Marvel, I enjoyed. I thought that. Actress, I same. I was gonna say same. Same level. Yeah, as she. and and I think I enjoyed Miss Marvel a little more because I liked the the actress who played Miss Marvel. Like I think she was really so. great, and and I really liked how they put in the history, the Pakistani history into it. Like I thought that was very creative, but I, at the same time, like what does that do for us? And and I think that's that's like. I'm trying to talk to Kevin Feige right now. Like, what are you trying to do? Because you gave us the Infinity Saga that was amazing. And now it seems like you're just throwing characters at us and see see which one sticks with us. Well, I kind of, I mean, these are lower level of characters, but if you think of it, they kind of did that to start, yeah. right? Yeah. The Hulk is very successful, but... They knew they couldn't do much with the Hulk, and then they throw Captain America at you, who's who was you know low. I would say low A tier, right? And same with Iron Man. Iron Iron Man was basically A tier. Like I don't even think Iron Man was A tier before the movies. Thor was very low level A tier. Like these guys weren't S tier characters, and they threw them at you. But the problem is they're trying to do it again with like D tier or C tier characters that no one cares about. But but when you think about it, you go like, well, it worked once. What else can we do? And I also think they're really banking on being carried by Spider-Man and Thor. And they just got the rights back to the Hulk. Yeah. So a new Hulk movie is going to be got to be coming soon. Like, but yeah, I, I, I think you put now. it in the thing. What? I thought I put it in the, the Instagram group chat. Yeah, they are. I think they are. Yeah, they are. They're coming yeah, out with a new Hulk. Out. Yeah, yeah they, like, they have yeah, to. With Mark this just scrapped but like, me. To be but, honest, this just scrapped the whole generation they have coming out now and they should just do a, 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 a matt i'll get, get your point across then i'm gonna say what because i have a, i do have a very yeah, strong and I, i'm i think we're probably on the same wavelength on this one because we both really love the infinity saga uh, uh and and that yeah. was great storytelling even even with like having like thor the dark world in it that like no one really liked but it's still in that top tier because it's part of that saga you know probably better than most of the ones that yeah, come out and, since. and i think <laughs> it, it's it to me it's it, it when you're thinking of characters and and you're like okay you like you said we're we're trying to get these d-list characters in there 
and they 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 did it they did it right with Loki because we've known Loki for years, so that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then you have other characters that we've seen within the Infinity Saga not get their own thing, which doesn't make sense to me. Like he gave Loki his own thing that was very successful, and I know you wanted to do this whole Kang and everything, but you could still add the characters that we see that weren't really big members of the core of the Infinity Saga give them their own thing and, and people would love it and then you have Marvel teasing the Fantastic Four for I don't know how many years now and it's like in my mind why don't you just do a Fantastic Four TV show if you if you've been teasing them so much that leads into a movie that like too big and and can't start it as a show it's too big of an entity and like Think of it. The shows are the shows are entities that and, don't. And fine. Deserve and if, if that's what that is, then why don't you just give us a goddamn movie of them already? Why fill us with all this crap before, and just give us like a hiatus of Marvel for two years, and then give us a okay. Fantastic Four? I, I want to build off what you're saying there because what I'm going to say it's complete. It's kind of aligned with you, but this is what I've yeah, been thinking yeah. for years now they should just completely end what they're doing now and just do a hard reset, just like the comics. Yeah. Just like the comics. Just start from the beginning. You don't have to have any origin stories. We know all the origin story. Have a new Captain America, new Iron Man, new all the characters we love, brand new characters. Then you could add the ones that weren't there. Add the Fantastic Four. Add, add the X-Men. Add the ones you just got. Add Spider-Man from the beginning. Just a whole new set of characters and just start from the beginning. And they should do that every time they finish it up because this is this is the problem they've run into now. They've used all their now AT tier characters. Like, of course, some of them weren't A tier to start, but the ones they're throwing out there are never going to reach yeah, that level. Like the Avengers are still bigger than any of these yeah. characters they have now. The only ones that can be bigger are Fantastic Four and the X-Men, which are trying to come out with movies. But what's the point of having those if you're not going to have Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk? Like, doesn't matter, right? So they should just do a hard reset. Just the finish saga is over. That's the end of it. We're starting the new saga. And, and do you it's know what the pissed. perfect character to do the reset, and they're doing it in the. It seems like from the pictures they're doing a reset. Is Deadpool? Yeah. Why don't you do a movie just with Deadpool? And 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 it just is Deadpool in the in the what we think is coming out. He's going through and he's killing all of the 20th Century Fox. Marvel characters like it seems like that's coming in and it's it, it's it stems from Mar uh, Deadpool's uh, kill it kills the, like is it the Marvel, Marvel universe, universe. It, it's set from a comic so like you could easily do that with him Ryan Reynolds would 100% be on board because they already gave him the rights to do like the rated R you could do all that and have that in between all of this shit like in between and, and not have to Tease, you know, uh, Kang and all that, you could have just did the hard reset with Deadpool. And but I think they started the new round before they got. Yeah, there. exactly. So like, but they, they, but you have to understand with these studios and everything, they knew they were going to get years ago. They knew they were going to get Deadpool. They knew they were going to get the x-men they knew it they knew it because you if you if you go into the financials of like 20th century fox and all of this 
they knew they were going to get all of these characters. They knew they could easily buy them. They could easily buy those companies and take them. So if they, if they knew that, then they could have been like, okay, Infinity Saga, done. Let's take a hiatus. Wait a little bit. We come out with a bang with a Deadpool movie that totally kills the whole universe. Does the 20th Century Fox, does the Marvel unit, does everything. And then we could do what you said, a reboot of new Iron Man, new Thor, new Hulk, new new Black Widow, and all the characters that we, or, or at least in Endgame, we didn't want to see died, who died, come back and let's start this anew and let's see if we can do this better. Because I think trying to do it better with new actors is a lot better than bringing up these D-list characters and trying to make us- Don't even do it better. Do it the same. Build off of what you've done. Get a new whatever character you want. You don't have to do an origin story. Just start them from where they left off. Not where they left off, but you know, like where their story was, start them from there and go on. Like just build from there. But if you're going to lose- the actors that play these main characters, then you just have to figure out a different way because you can't continue the universe without these core of characters. Also, not having Black Panther in this new new run of movies is really hurting them. I know because I think, he was going to be the him, he was going to be the new Iron Man for this run of movies. Him, him, Spider Man, and Doctor Strange were supposed to and, lead the Avengers. and and Thor too because uh, Chris Hemsworth was yeah. signed on for. a bunch of different movies so even yeah. after love and thunder he was still his co- he redid his contract right before love and thunder so he could be which i'm sure he's happy about after love and yeah thunder. and so, yeah <laughs> like uh, so mad at that movie i'm so mad at that movie but like is it we could have done something better and this is this stems back to what we've been talking about it's the greed it's the greed it really is. It's the greed. And that's what we've gotten to a certain point is the greed. We want to push, 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 push everything out. And as a society, now we're in the world of social media. We work in social media. Schnabel, we work in social media. We figured out that people's attention span is now like maybe, what, 20 seconds? Razor. Yeah. Thing. Now they, they're banking on that. And, and giving us a bunch of stuff. Like, it, it's like, slow us down. Make us want it. Make us want it. Yeah. Like, do you remember when Iron Man came out and you just couldn't wait after seeing him talk to Nick Fury and he talked about the Avenger initiative and we st- we had to wait like two years for the next movie? It's back when they didn't know it worked, though. That's the problem. They know it works. But, but making us wait worked. They flooded yeah. us, and that's what they cut out of the equation is making us wait. I don't mind waiting for these movies. Like the thing is, in my mind, with DC and this writer strike and this this actor strike, I wish it didn't happen. I hope the actors and the writers they get what they deserve. But I think this is what DC needed. They needed a pause. They needed a pause. They needed to go. Hey, what the fuck are we doing? Because recently James Gunn came out and everything after Superman legacy is canon. So what is blue beetle that we're getting next month? And I love blue beetle. I love blue. Beetle. He should be in this new DC universe. He's a great character to have. Like 
Because I want to. I think. Titans, I think. Like, yeah. I think Blue Beetle would be great as a as a, a like a kind of intro movie, and then put him to TV. I think Blue Beetle would be a great TV show, like just having him Jaime Reyes getting into hijinks, maybe meeting up with some of the other characters that are in the DC universe. Like mm-hmm. we should have done this. And so now that he said this, it's like, why again, same with the flash. Why the fuck am I going to pay money to go see blue beetle next month? If it's not all canon. And that's, that's yeah. not because of James Gunn. And I don't blame James Gunn. I love James Gunn, but that's, I blame what we've dealt with in the past. Because we want things connected yep. now. Now I can only see things connected. Yeah. Like if you it, yeah. like, in my mind, it, before all James Gunn stuff started, I was okay with DC just doing Elseworld stories, like doing the Batman, like just doing that, you know, Do just one-offs. doing one-offs, That's doing what doing three movies one-offs. of Superman, doing three movies of of. Green Lantern. Wonder Woman. Flash. You know, the most successful superhero movie of all time is The Dark Knight, and it was just a three-movie one-off. And, and no one's done it since. And I think, yeah, well, <laughs> also they had a powerhouse director of, of Christopher Nolan. No, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying no one's done, like, a three-movie one-off with no connection to anything else. Oh, no, yeah, since, since then. then. And it's the most so, successful one yeah. ever. And so, like, I, in my mind, I was like, just do that. Do, do gritty... DC, because that's what DC is to me. To me, yes, it at its yeah. heart, DC is gritty. It's scary. It's, it's like real. And yeah, it's, it, it's insane. Like the mm-hmm. new Brave and the Bold of Batman, they did a retelling of when Batman met Joker. Hmm. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. And in my head, I'm like, they could just do that in movies, as Elseworlds yeah. stories, as you know, condensed stories, three movies, that's it, you know? And I would be so happy with that because guess mm-hmm. what? I was happy with Michael Keaton's Batman's. I was happy with Val Kilmer's Batman. And I was even, even though it's a joke movie, mm-hmm. I was happy with George Clooney's Batman. Like, and they were all not connected. They were connected. It was just fun to see these characters on screen. See, with now, DC, I, I think DC should... I'm I'm happy they should do that because I now by the way Matt appreciate it. I watched half of them, all like the sixteen connected joints. I think. Oh, the the um the animated. Yes, I watched eight of them. Eight of like the sixteen. Right, so I find like I watched them all together, like just back to back to back. Yeah, multiple days. They're great. They're great. Oh my god, beautiful. They're great, and like watching all of those and just listening to what y'all are saying that would actually do perfect for dc doing a three runoff because think about this right think about if you got a three movie run on what happens when batman what happened like um when like batman's dead who takes over gotham after batman's dead you know what i'm saying like i would love a batman beyond trilogy they could take. I was, gonna, I was just you know about to say saying? they can take static the stories that are already there. You can do static shot. Man, I would love for the man. Think please, about if please, they pal, got, we gotta make them do a static shock. If we they gotta do. Okay, here we go. Here's a proposal, and I can, and I'll even make this stereotypical so they'll make the most money. What you do, you get static shot, right? Let's say you get static shot. Remember how they did the whole Wakanda thing there in February? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Cool. We don't, we already did that in February. Now, now Juneteenth is all the rage. Guess what? I am putting out the new Static movie on Juneteenth. Then before that, what I'm going to do? Yes, I'm going to promote the hell out of it. But also, what I'm going to do is, hey man, this is Static Shop. You got Bang Babies. Every famous rapper will be in there. I'd High School Musical this thing up. That's that's what that's what the first Black Panther did. Kendrick came in with his album, and it was one of the best albums I have ever. Dude, that dude, that, like dude. that, the Black Panther Ken- album for that movie is one of the bro, best bro, albums bro. out there. Both Ken Ken Ken. Well, he didn't do the second one. No, he didn't do second. Now I'm saying both out al- both albums were great. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, both albums but were great. Can Kendrick do? another album for D can he do an album for DC or do you think in his contract it says you're not allowed to I do that I, I wouldn't be surprised if they question, if they said no but I also wouldn't be surprised if Kendrick so has the people behind him that said he can do whatever the fuck he wants I would want true. somebody let's say, gritty say, let's say like Kendrick's from Compton okay he's a free I, rapper I was gonna say Ken, like you I think Kendrick don't is gritty. fuck with the dude like that because he does what he wants like when we do if it, do if it goes with but, his money, but, but I think I think it's different for Kendrick. I'm a huge Kendrick fan. Like I love Kendrick Lamar. I am. Too. I don't I, think I, love I don't think he would sell himself out to be like, okay, I did Black Panther. I can never do another superhero soundtrack ever again. I don't see that. But I don't think that's not what I'm asking. Do you think it says if you do it for Marvel, you can't do it for DC? And and knowing how historically big Black Panther was going to be. Did he but go like I have is, to do? The like, thing I is, want to do this. DC, if they actually tried, Static could be that. Too. That's what you do. That's what I'm so, saying. Well, static shot could be that could too. be the Black Panther. Yeah. But here's here's what you do, right? So you know how there's in America there's Africans and then there's Blacks, right? What you so Marvel catered to the Africans with the whole African culture. Since DC is more gritty, now you can tell a real inner city a street story. Story, yes, man, thank you, you can tell yes. a street my story. Oh my god! Like, think about this. Think about if well, okay, Static was already from a drug riddled neighborhood. Yep. No, think about if you especially could, before he got to DC. That, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, like, think about it was okay, pretty bad before that. Now, think about this, right? Think about how much. Now they're probably going to kill it. They're probably going to make like make it. Hopefully they don't overdo it. You can, you know how much rhetoric you can put in this. But now? that's what I'm saying. Like, if if Static Shock oh was its own standalone, God. I feel like they overdo it with movies that need to be connected to other movies. Yes, like if Static was his own sh- movie, and like let's not th- think about like the three movies. Like let's give him one movie. Just like movie. like let's like Black Panther came out. It was one movie at that time. We didn't know if yeah, Wakanda yeah. Forever was going to come out. We didn't know. We know that it didn't connect to anything else. Yeah, it did. It, it was in between. I think it was it was right before Infinity War. Yeah. So because we got the Bucky, like you find out that Bucky was unfrozen yeah, was there. at the end. Yeah. So and it it was nothing else. It was nothing else. If we got a static, an inner city static shock movie, and a and a green one like we did the Batman, mm-hmm. like it told that way, and I think. I think if you got the director for the first Black Panther, he could do that with Static Shock. 
Uh, yeah, I think Kugler is one a great. They're both, they're both yeah. black fans, and I think he's a great director. Uh, hands down, he's a great director. Like I think he could do that too, in, in bringing out the inner city mm-hmm. culture because that's what mm-hmm. Static in his original comics were, and even in his DC comics, he's about his culture, his culture of growing up uh, with a single parent, with a sister, all of that. Like that was Static growing up in a city that is not good like it, it's real with mm-hmm. drugs and stuff like that we need to see but gritty like we need to see that it real like real it can't it be can't marvel, be, it, marvel can't you know, it, it. i'm gonna be honest with you marvel couldn't it can't be it. campy that's the thing nope. it can't be campy it needs to it needs to have the lightheartedness that static shark the show had within it in a little pieces but it needs to be great with it because it has to be done well because i'm gonna be real static has to be done well because you could od on a lot of different aspects especially in today's climate yeah. you could od on just one aspect of the static and ruin it yeah yeah like you can personally me i would love to see a stat i don't want static in new york though because that's stereotypical. I don't even want him in Atlanta because that's stereotypical now. Wasn't he from, is he from New York? No. He's from Dakota. Dakota. He's from somewhere in say. Dakota. Yeah, he's from I like, would yeah. put him, I'll be real with you. I would put him in somewhere like Florida or like California. Yo, you're wrong on both of those. What? I'd put him in Louisiana. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> God. Oh my God. That would, that might be a little too over the, t- well, no, Florida would be over the top too. So let me stop. Let me see. Louis, like the Baton Rouge would be like. Okay, pretty, so pretty Dakota City, I just looked it up. That's in Nebraska. Okay. I figured Dakota City was somewhere in the Midwest. It's Nebraska. Nebraska. And okay. that would be different. That would be different, but you could, see, you could see the gritty side of that. Like you could see, like, be like okay, gritty side in Nebraska. Like, hey, but, you, but you think that people Nebraska, say the same thing about Connecticut? Yeah, but they say you, the same thing about Connecticut. Yeah, I'm exactly. Like, down here, they say exactly. The same thing about Connecticut. Exactly. You don't. You think of Nebraska. You think of like cornfields. You think of yeah. children of the corn. You think of weird shit that's going on out in Nebraska. Yeah, you think of that, but you think, but you don't. You don't really understand a city in Nebraska. Like, would you mm-hmm. understand what goes on in Omaha? I wouldn't. I've only been there once. I, I have no I idea. Like, I have no clue. But that could be it. I'd rather have been Baton Rouge. Chris, Chops, <laughs> get out of here. Get out. No, well, I'm going to be real with you. As much as I would love to hey, look, in the, let's say, let's say, <laughs> see me, you know what I like with these one shots, especially with DC? We got so much alternate universe in DC. Yeah. Man, bump it. Okay. If you want a cash grab, that's what you, you make one good successful one, and then Hey man, cool. Okay, cool. Let's say you get static in 2024, right? Let's say you don't get another static to about 2025, 2026. Quick turnaround with no actors. Well, yeah, I know. But we're hypothetical, right? I have the I still have the hat on, so it's hypothetical. That's true. That's true. But but here's the thing: and in between there, you can give us a cash grab movie. Like, okay, boom, static shock is from Baton Rouge, right? And now you can do a little one-off. Like Miles Morales is Thor. Yes, you can do something <laughs> like that. And then if really, and then since it's DC, he's, and then he's since you're DC, he's playing with you. 
I, I know he, he is. Games. I know he is. He playing games but, right but what I'm saying is, he, but he since he's we, DC, we covered, we covered the what if Miles Morales was stolen. <laughs> yeah, it's it was but, but, but I'm saying DC can do that. <laughs> and think about this, right? DC could literally do instead of like the hour and twenty minutes they do now, boy, do a forty-five minute video, boom, forty-five minute movie on a what if. And then now you can sit here and pump out all the money grab content, whatever animated series it goes up, that movie. I just, I, I think it, in my mind, it's it going back to the strike and everything. I think mm-hmm. the studios, full circle. the studios oh, full just circle. went like crazy with trying to interconnect, try to do all this and rush it. They tried yeah. to rush it. And then they, exactly they cut. The rush. They, they cut. Tried, they tried to make. And they they cut the most important people out of the equation, which is the actors, mm-hmm. the yeah. background actors, the voice actors, the all of that. And they cut the writers out, and doing yeah. that really fucked everything up for us. And it, it just it, it 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 pains me to to see this going on, because like, look, we have what next week. Or yeah, next week we have Oppenheimer and Barbie coming out. This week. This week on, on Friday. Friday. All right. There. I, thank you for telling me because I have tickets to Oppenheimer. I would have just totally missed it. Yeah. Uh, this Friday is released. So I'm gonna see both, and you first. know what? We got two movies that I've heard are really great. Uh, Oppenheimer, I heard, is a little weird because there's apparently a 15 minute sex scene, and that's really awkward. Uh, 15 minutes? It's a pull. Oh, yeah, I heard it's 15 minutes. It's very weird. Depends on what's yeah. happening. <laughs> yeah. um, but I heard they're very good, and it's <laughs> just like, we're going to... Those two movies are coming out. I, um, oh, I, I met Patrick Wilson yesterday. Took, took an hour and four minutes to get yeah, to this I point. Sorry. I met, <laughs> I met him at a coffee shop in Montclair. Um, he was nice. promoting uh, Insidious, The Red Door, uh, because he was at the uh, Claridge yes. in Montclair. Montclair is a huge movie place. You guys got to come up. You got to go to so that like, third. Is that where the that's no, where the festival the happens? The There's a movie festival. Tribeca. No, Tribeca is in New York. Yeah, Attaboy. that's that's not Tribeca. No. Um, There's another one that's right after Tribeca that's in New Jersey. I don't remember what it's. I don't remember okay. what it's called. Well, but I have a friend that works at it all the time. It's a huge film festival. The Montclair Film Festival is huge too. Like I, I met Brendan Fraser last year at it. Um, I met uh, my James Bond, Casino Royale, mm-hmm. all those. So I I and met Stephen Colbert. Um, I met Emma Roberts. Like there's a lot of a lot of flock to this. And I'm thinking in my head, what are we going to do with the film festival next year? And that's what I talked to um, Patrick Wilson about because I brought it up. I was like, I know you already finished the movie. You did everything. And now you're just promoting it after the strike. What are you going to do? And he's like, right now, I'm going to sit and wait because I'm, I'm tired of this. Because if you if you think of Patrick Wilson, like – Think about what he's done. He's done. He's done the the horror. He's done horror very well, and he's been connected to James Wan. The Conjuring, Insidious, James Wan did all of that, and he's done movies 
like some of the insidiouses, some of the like the the nun, the some of the conjuring aren't big blockbuster movies that are they may be promoted as it, but they're not making the money that like the first conjuring made, the first insidious made. Like he likes to do those type of movies that tone everything down and give a good story. And he's like, I'm not gonna do another movie until I find a good story, and we're not gonna get another good story until we pay our writers. And that's what he told me. And he was like, I'm just going to, after this movie, I'm just going to go home and sit and wait. And I was like, that's what a lot of people are. And he was like, I, I hope that it gets solved. But if it doesn't, people are seeing the real problem in Hollywood. Yeah. And it happened in 2007 and that's where we got most reality TV from. So we'll, it'll come, it'll come around and we'll have to keep following it and we'll follow it right here. Although we went on a lot of different tracks, we actually kind of stayed on. Like, even though we went off, we stayed on. It was very strange. But um, we did. anyway, 87, 87 of Sketching Up. You could follow us on uh, anywhere you get social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn at Schnabel Studios. You can also find us anywhere you get your podcasts. There's Schnabel Studios, and you can find us. You can find Mad Props, Southern Hospitality, Offstage Podcast. You can also search those names to find them. For Kyle, for Matt, for Chris, this was episode 87 of Sketching Up. We will catch you next time, next week. See you later. Bye-bye. Have a good one.